Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. Pew. We got a killer today, folks, for you, for you folks today. This is uh, my cohort, Misty. Oh, don't I, give me a cohort during this. I, I don't want to be one of your conspirators. Well, I'm the getaway driver, Ike. Oh, no, that makes me the... <laughs> assassinator. No! The assassinator. I don't want to be the assassinator. Today, we're talking about presidential assassinations we throughout are. history. Yeah. And beyond. Bang, bang! Bang, bang. <laughs> and intro. Are we ready to begin? Good morning! My name is Misty. Come on, Ike, it's time. We would be honored if you would join us. The greatest adventure of all time. We just become best friends. Yep. Come on, let's get in the character. What are you waiting for, huh? Oh, come on! Oh, wow. <laughs> I just cut an episode of you going, smacking yourself in the head. <laughs> I'm a mess. It's okay. Collect yourself. Ready? <sighs> Collected. And we're back. And we're back. What would, uh, oh, so, uh, hmm, what got us to talk about this today? <laughs> well, <laughs> why is this so fun to us? We We are, have the giggles. We have, yes. We it, have the giggly box. And it's not a funny topic. It's not. So today was the day that someone attempted to assassinate Theodore Roosevelt. But? But I think this part of the story is super interesting. He was wearing a suit and he was giving a speech and he had a stack of things in his pocket. Mm -hmm. He had, I think, some papers and maybe a wallet. His joke book that he was writing his jokes Probably in. Probably his joke book. Yep. Yeah. Um, his little moleskin, you know. Yeah. That's what I have. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's where they shot. And whatever was in his pocket stopped the bullet from penetrating. Wow. And saved his life. That's that's isn't nuts. that crazy? That is crazy. I have um, on grunge.com, I have creepy presidential assassination. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, starting at the top, I'm, I'm reading from this website. These are not original thoughts. <clears throat> the lawyers make us say that now. Throughout American history, there have been numerous attempts to assassinate the president. Some assassins have succeeded, others failed. Regardless of the outcome, the dudes doing the dirty work turned out to be legitimately and unsurprisingly creepy. From President Lincoln to Reagan, check out some truly bone-chilling facts about the men who attempted to, and in some cases were able to, take the lives of our nation's most powerful leaders. I thought there was gonna be a fact in there. <laughs> so, I have this photo that I would like you to pull up very quickly. Bingo. So this is Gerald Ford, the guy circled in red. What a tie on the left there. Okay, that is why I wanted you to pull this up. Because this man right here, mm -hmm. can we admire this entire look? Yeah, oh yeah. Let's talk about this fit for just a minute. We're going to go off of presidential assassinations to talk about ties? I just want to talk about this because if I saw a man wearing this next to the president, I would have tried to shoot him instead. What? For bad fashion. That's the outfit my dad wore when that I was growing is, up. I think those are two different kinds of plaid. They're not. I think they are. With a polka dot striped tie. Dude, the tie on the even further this left one? doesn't oh, even that. go down to his belt. It doesn't. That was the style back then. I wonder if they were so wide for the Secret Service that they had like uh, Teflon in them or some kind of bulletproof. Oh. Yeah, that'll blow your mind. All right. So this was Gerald Ford after his assassination attempt. He literally just walked back down the street. So someone, someone had just tried in to this shoot picture him. <laughs> had just tried to shoot him. Yeah. That's why there's a million guys around him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, check this out. Okay. Remember, <clears throat> I think the most, uh, there's two super famous presidential assassinations. Okay. 
I think it's Abraham Lincoln and JFK. Okay. Start. I also think about Ronald Reagan. Yes, that was an assassination attempt. Mm-hmm. But of the two that got got. Got got. Uh, Lincoln was famously watching a play when he got shot by the actor, John Wilkes Booth. But did you know, Lincoln saw a play starring John Wilkes Booth long before he was killed. What? Yes, yeah, creepy right here. Okay, I need to know more about that. All right, read, read along, folks. <laughs> <clears throat> about a year and a half before President Abraham Lincoln was assassinated by John Wilkes Booth at Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C., Deceit. 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 The duo actually met under eerily similar circumstances. According to the New York Times, Lincoln attended a production of Charles Selby's play, The Marble Heart, at Ford's Theater on November 9th, 1863, in which Ford played the lead role. If that wasn't creepy enough, according to the Times, one of the guests who accompanied Lincoln to that theater, Mary Clay, noticed that during the play, Booth appeared at times to be reciting his lines directly at Lincoln. Twice, Booth, in uttering disagreeable threats in the play, came very near and put his finger close to Mr. Lincoln's face, Clay wrote. When he came a third time, I was impressed by it and said, Mr. Lincoln, he looks as if he meant that for you. Well, he said, he does look pretty sharp at me, doesn't he? Incidentally, the Times reported also... Times report also pointed out an incident in which uh, Robert Todd Lincoln, <clears throat> pardon me, the oldest son of President Lincoln, was unknowingly rescued by Booth's brother Edward after Robert Todd fell what? on the tracks at a train station near Jersey City. What? What? Like, all of those things are just, it's too much to be coincidental. Yeah. You know? This guy goes to your play. It would be like, let's say I was in a play. Yeah. And one of our least favorite presidents, we won't name any Trump names. No. Came and I was performing an angry scene and I was pointing at him like, you guy. That'd be the yeah. same thing. But yeah. I would never do anything about it after that. Right. Yeah. Did you know that there were actually two presidents who were assassinated that had already survived assassination attempts? I did not know that. I, I never knew this either. So, um, three years before Lincoln was shot or was um, shot during the play, he was taking a ride on his favorite horse outside in the evening. What was the horse's name? Old Abe. I didn't think you were going to know that. <laughs> I know it. The, it, it Hilarious. Says he, he took a solo ride on his favorite horse, Just Old taking Abe. Old Abe out for Just a little ride. Old Abe. Um, and a sniper shot his hat off of his head on the horse. Whoa. While he's moving. Yeah. That's a good shot. But he lived through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a century later, in 1960, a retired postal worker crammed his car with dynamite and plotted to ram it into the vehicle. Um, oh, into, planned to ram the vehicle into Kennedy's limo in Palm Beach, Florida. He was motivi- motivated by his intense hatred of Catholics and the Kennedy family. Oh. But when he saw, like he was driving the car, like to go and ram it, and saw that Kennedy's wife and his two children were in the car, and he decided to not do it. Clearly, he still got arrested. Yeah. Um, he was arrested and institutionalized until 1966, which was three years after Kennedy was assassinated. And so which, what was the one before that? You said there were two. Abraham pre- Lincoln. Okay. Honest Abe. Riding his horse, old Abe. Right. I have a third one. What? There's yeah. another one? 
President Garfield was nearly shot weeks before his assassination. Wow. You know, I never realized people I, were taking swings at the president like all this. All the time. <laughs> yeah. One of the most terrifying parts of reading about certain murders is finding out that they were heavily premeditated, such as was the case with Charles J. Gatou, who shot and killed President James A. Garfield on July 2nd, 1881. According to a New York Times article published on October 8th, 1881, Guiteau confessed that he had been tracking Garfield from May 18 until Garfield's fateful day on July 2nd. Homie was following wow. you around for a long, a long time. time. All of June, half of May, June, and right into July. I also didn't realize that we had a presidential assassination so close to Independence Day, July 2nd. I didn't either. That's that's the news. The, the news to me, too. Man. Um, Andrew Jackson... The only way that he survived his assassination attempt, the gun trigger jammed. Wow. He was um, leaving a funeral and an English national confronted him and pulled out a pistol. He raised the gun at Andrew Jackson and pulled the trigger and nothing happened. (laughs) So at that point... um, this you're not going to believe this. No. The guy discarded his weapon, produced a second pistol, and aimed the new gun at Jackson. It misfired. Oh. Two guns and neither one of them. You got That re- is legit just telling you it was not Andrew Jackson's time to go. No. And you got to really suck with guns if both your guns are jammed. Right? Yeah. So going back to um Teddy Roosevelt Right? That's the one that started it off with the mm-hmm. stuff in his pocket. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> John Schrank is the one that shot him. Right. He claims that President McKinley told him to shoot Teddy Roosevelt. Was Pe- President McKinley before Roosevelt? 11 years, I think. Let's see what this says. One of the weirdest facts about John Shanks. Shakranks. In a dream, I saw President McKinley sit up in his coffin, pointing at a man in a monk's attire who I recognized Theodore Roosevelt. The dead president said, this is my murderer. Avenge my death. Wow, that guy is jacked up. Yeah. I like your article better than mine. Um, so this article says he had notes with him when he was shot. 50 pages of them folded in his breast pocket next to his metal glasses case. These objects slowed the bullet and saved his life. The ex-president continued to speak after letting his audience know that he had been shot. This is what he said. Friends, I shall ask you to be as quiet as possible. I don't know whether you fully understand that I've just been shot, but it takes more than that to kill a bull moose. But fortunately, I had my manuscript. So you see, I was going to make a long speech and there is a bullet. There is where the bullet went through and it probably saved me from it going into my heart. The bullet is in me now. So that I cannot make a very long speech, but I will try my best. Wow. <laughs> what a badass. <laughs> He's just like, well, it slowed it down. It's still in me, but I'm going to go ahead and keep talking. Read that last line. He finished the rest of his speech with a bullet in his ribs where it remained until his death in 1919. They didn't even take it out. He kept he it. Because through it. He kept it. Yeah. It was just like, you know what? I made it through my speech. Let's just leave it in and see how it goes. What a parlor trick that would be. Like, right? Hey, young lady, you want to feel, feel a bullet in my ribs? <laughs> so 
crazy. Wow. So crazy. Um, all Giuseppe Zangar's last Joe, words. Old Giuseppe. Old Giuseppe were bizarre. That's a weird headline. Uh, I'm just breezing it. So he was the one that uh, tried to us uh, just before weeks before Roosevelt was the target of a failed assassination attempt by a man named Giuseppe Zangara on February 15th, 1933 in Miami, Florida. The incident, which ultimately killed two other people, including the then mayor of Chicago, Anton Cermak, mm. led to a quick arrest and an uh, equally swift conviction. Zangara was executed by the electric chair on March 20th. Wow. That's uh, one we month. We do realize that what's weird about that um, is both Theodore Roosevelt and Franklin Roosevelt both survived assassination attempts. Were they brothers? No. Sons? I don't think so. Just uncoincidentally not related whatsoever? Here, I'm going to coincidentally Google that really quick. But you yeah, keep talking. <laughs> that went down on February 15th, and they straight up like uh, convicted and uh, uh, fried that dude a month later. Oh, yeah. They didn't, they didn't mess around back then. Um, it, was, it was on the oh, day. I have an the, answer for okay, you. Okay. <clears throat> Two distantly related branches of the family, one from Oyster Bay and the other from Hyde Park, New York. Hmm. So it was his fifth cousin. Who, oh, oh, oh. Okay. Franklin Roosevelt, whose wife, First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt, was actually Theodore's niece. So if Teddy and Franklin were cousins, and Franklin married Eleanor, who was Teddy's niece, there's some family trees... Some branches getting warped up in there a little bit. Okay. I mean, I, it sounds to me like they were distant, but. That's a little weird. Just not advised to do that. No. <laughs> I mean, there was a slightly um, smaller population in the United States to true, pick from. True, true. And we did come from England where that was the norm for a very long time. So, okay. Anyways, continue. <laughs> Oh, anyway, uh, long story drawn out and super short was that <laughs> this Zangara dude, who's supposed the, te- the headline was like his last words were bizarre, but he hops in the electric chair like he's getting a barber, like in a, a barber shop, and he goes, push a de button. <laughs> he was nuts. Yeah, I'm going to start. He sa- was just nuts. I'm going to start saying that. Push a de button. <laughs> when we start recording. <laughs> you should, now. Definitely. Definitely. Um, let's see here. Which guy did... Uh, let's see here. John Hinckley Jr. Mm-hmm. And who did he try and kill? Well, that's not the point John of this Hinckley? One. Wasn't that Reagan? Yeah. That's yeah. the Reagan dude. Yeah. He did it to impress Jodie Foster. Yeah. That, that story right? is real jacked up. Yeah. Yeah. Jodie Foster was very young and just breaking into being a huge celebrity and and he just got super obsessed with her and thought if he killed the president it would impress her enough to date him yeah i'm doing this all for you he wrote in a letter all for your sake yeah by sacrificing my freedom and possibly possibly my life i hope to change your mind about me yeah it's pretty crazy huh that'll do it ironically why would you write that i'm not even gonna read that um, well, this is my last one that I've got. Um, I'm out too. President Gerald Ford survived two back-to-back assassination attempts. 
both in California during September of 1975. What? He was in Sacramento in a park on September 5th when Manson family member uh, Squeaky Frome drew a gun after Ford reached into the crowd to shake her hand. There was no round in the firing chamber, so the gun misfired and she was grabbed by Secret Service. She received a life sentence. Um, Only a few days later, self-proclaimed radical Sarah Jane Moore shot a revolver at Ford in San Francisco on September 22nd. The shot missed thanks to the efforts of ex-Marine and bystander Oliver Sipple, who grabbed Moore's arm when she went to shoot. Wow. Yeah. So there's more. There's Jimmy Carter and all kinds of things, but we're out of time. We are out of time. That's 15 minutes on uh, presidential assassinations, folks. Fascinating. Uh, Tomorrow's Food Friday, and you know what that means. Spaghetti. Sometimes it's rice, and sometimes it's... <laughs> Tomorrow's all about biscotti. Biscotti. Okay. I'm going to pop my peas all... <laughs> we got to go, folks. I have to go to the store and get a new Misty. This one's broken. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>